Welcome to Curveball Divide. On today's podcast, we have the pleasure of having Joshua Bonatel. What made you want to go to the startup route and kind of like pursue that as opposed to what you thought you used to want? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think it, it goes back. It's, it's having wild dreams. Um, but then it goes back to when I was 22, getting that internship with the bulls and realizing it was something bigger than that. And, and, you know, it took me some time. I didn't really know what that thing bigger was, but what I realized in reframing and understanding that it was about the journey is the thing that, the thing that I love was, you know, having an impact on other people, like using my platform, whatever platform that was um, to help create opportunities for others, to help inspire other people that I was around to dream bigger and reach bigger than they even thought possible and then help them get there. And I realized it, it wasn't just the, the athletes that I worked with, but it was the interns, the assistants, the colleagues that I worked with was like, I started to like have that success of like them going on and, and reaching kind of their dream job or the next step that was going to lead them to that thing. And so it led me down this path of, you know, how can I put myself in a position to have a much bigger platform to create opportunities for many more people, even outside of basketball and beyond strength and conditioning. Um, and for the first time, this was, you know, going into my last year at Purdue. Um, and I knew it was going to be my last year. I'd made it, you know, nobody else knew, but I'd made up my mind um, that it was time to kind of go to the next thing. And I started to zoom out for the first time. And I kind of did that same exercise of like, in 15 years, where do I want to be? Where could I be? And when you zoom out like that, anything's possible. Like in 15 years, like if I want to go and be a freaking neurosurgeon or a rocket scientist, you know, like whatever, I know nothing about it today, but in 15 years, I can go do it. Like there's, it's just, it's a lot of work. It's, you know, but there's a clear path. You just go and do it. And so with that mindset, it led me down this path of like, why couldn't I be the GM or team president and just run the whole team, like hire the head coach, hire the whole front office, build the culture, you know, identify the talent in terms of players that, that, you know, we, we want to bring in and how do we put those players in the best position to, um, succeed at a high level? How do they interact with one another? How do we put our staff in that position? Um, and then again, it was, well, what's the path to get there? So I did sort of the same thing I did as, a, as you know, 18, 19 year old, who are the people in positions that I look up to um, that, you know, I aspire to, to do what they're doing. Um, and so I looked at, you know, Bob Myers with the, with the Warriors and Theo Epstein in particular, um, at the time with the Cubs and the thing that stood out, they both had their JD, um, because I knew I wasn't just going to go from like being a strength coach to then the next day be a GM. I have to like rebrand myself. And so, um, you know, I looked at that. And I was like, I think I need to go to law school. I'm not positive. Um, but the LSAT is in two months if I want to start next year. So fuck it. Like, I guess I'm taking the LSAT in two months. And that was sort of my path. Cause that that's what Theo had done. He, 
had an entry level role with the Padres started going to law school at night. He's 24, 25 finishes, you know, four years later, year after that, um, the Red Sox hire him as the team president rest is history. And so that was my mindset is like, from my relationships, I'm going to be able to whatever law school I choose to go to, I'm going to be able to work in the front office in some capacity for the NBA team, while I also go to law school and get my JD. And so I was all set. I was like, deciding I ended up getting accepted to seven different law schools. And I was deciding where I was going to go, what gave me the best opportunity. And then out of nowhere, I got this email about future and like getting recruited and, you know, the problem we're trying to solve and what my role would be in it. Um, And I didn't know what to make of like, I thought it was just like spam, you know, I'm like, this is, I'm being catfished. Like our, our CEO is a rocket like literally an astrophysicist by trade, um, you know, has done all kinds of crazy stuff, reported to Sergey at Google, like insane. Our CTO literally invented FaceTime and iMessage, was part of the 20 person team along with Steve Jobs that built the first ever iPhone. And then our COO at the time was the first ever employee and ran ops for DoorDash from the time it was like eight of them in a garage to like, 30,000 employees, you know, including their, their dashers. This is 2018. I'm in, you know, small town, Indiana. So I didn't know if DoorDash was a real company. I'm like, this is definitely a scam. Um, but again, going back to those relationships, I had people I could turn to. I had, you know, some of my closest friends from when I was in Chicago are people who've all gone on and been incredibly successful in like tech and startup world. And so I just floated off them like, Hey, you know, what do you, what do you think of this? And I fully expected every single one of them to be like, Josh, you're an idiot. Like, this is a scam, like delete this email. And it was the opposite response. They all were like, this sounds like it could be amazing. You have to follow up. Um, and like, this is what you need to go and do. And so, you know, I did went through kind of the process, getting to know, um, my co-founders and figuring out, what the opportunity was, what we're solving for and my role in it. And very quickly realized everything I thought I was going to get from law school, this opportunity had a chance to be, you know, that on steroids. So um, made the leap and, you know, four and a half years later, here we are. Yeah. And it sounds quite like uh, one of those stories that's too good to be true, but (laughs) sometimes, sometimes to follow up with those emails and, I think that it's interesting the fact that you thought you were going to end up one in one industry and now you're mm-hmm. in a completely different side of that industry. And it turns out that that opportunity actually is better than originally what you thought it was going to be. And mm-hmm. kind of sticking to that point, not only did you join a startup, you ended up joining TX uh, V Partners, which mm-hmm. uh, as a venture capitalist, what gave you the background and skills that you think that made you different than all the other people that were working for the fund? Yeah. Um, so again, you know, I think it, it, it comes down to like, even, even just going back to my time with the bulls and like spending time around everyone there. Like, like I, I tend to gravitate in whatever environment I'm in anybody who I see, who I can tell takes pride in their work, treats people the right way and is like constantly trying to get better. Like they're about being excellent. I could care less if 
you're the janitor of the organization or you're the GM of the organization. Like, in fact, if, if I were to work for a, a, a GM who wasn't that way, who did not treat people right, who like was not trying to learn, I wouldn't spend much time with, I would only spend the time that I have to, I would only communicate with them when I absolutely have to. And I'd way rather spend time around, you know, our janitor who's like literally meticulous about making sure the facility is like sparkling and takes pride in it and is always trying to like be proactive and do a better job. Um, and so, you know, it's kind of that mindset of, you know, and, and I, <clears throat> I call it sort of like head down, eyes up, but it's, you know, you, you, you have a vision, but it's why I believe in having a vision rather than having a goal or having goals. Because I think when we have a goal, oftentimes you become too tied to that thing. Like it's, it becomes very binary. I either reach this goal or I fail. Um, but like, as human beings, we're the absolute worst predictors of the future and of our own happiness and of like where we'll be even tomorrow. And there's so many variables. And so that's why, you know, I'm a big believer on like, yes, have, have this vision, um, but be open to redirect along the way um, because some things might present that you never would have imagined. It's like that email I got to go to future. I never would have imagined that. But because I was open to the opportunity and because my larger vision is just like, how can I help as many people as possible? It was like, oh, this thing actually makes more sense than that thing, because when we're successful, I'll help way more people from this, you know? And then so coming in, it was like, how do I just be the best in the world at, at what I'm, you know, what I'm doing, figure out what are the things that I can be the best in the world at? Um, but you know, how can I have my eyes up to opportunity? How can I now I'm in a new environment where I'm around founders, investors, operators who are unbelievable and some of the smartest people I've ever met. So how can I just spend time around them and learn from them? And, you know, cause also that's going to help me figure out this world. And so along the way, one of those relationships I built was with our CEO and founder of TXV who was one of our first investors in future, um, Marcus Stroud. And, you know, I built a relationship with him where he became a person I could go to outside of our company to help me think through all the things, all the challenges I've never faced. Um, and also like, I wanted to learn about the venture world and, you know, what I started to learn and how it was put to me is like, to be successful as a VC, as an investor, there's really three things. It's, you know, one, can you source deals? Can you get deal flow? You know, and like, largely that comes down to relationships. Um, two, can, can you pick a winner, you know, and, and, and can you, um, when you pick a winner, can you win that deal? You know, like what sets you apart? Why um, this founder would want, because if you're in the best deals, like founders can be choosy you know, like, like they don't need the money. So it's who brings, who do I want to partner with? Who brings the most value? Who can help me? Who sees my vision and can help me get there? Um, so it's, it's winning the deal. Um, which, you know, a lot of that, especially at where we invest seed in series a yeah, like the business dynamics, the market opportunity, all that stuff is super critical, but ultimately you're betting on people. Like would I bet on 
this founder and this team? Like, do I believe that they can execute this thing? Um, and if they run into challenges where it's not working, that they can be agile and they're just going to figure out another way. It's like, do they have the ability to like, we're asking them to, or what they're doing or what they need to do is jump out of this airplane right now with no parachute. Are they one way or another going to build a parachute um, or are they going to go splat? And it's, you know, so it's like having that um, intuition about people. And then the third thing is, again, now you've gotten the deal um, that you can support that founder and that portfolio company, you know, effectively as an operator. And so going back to, you know, me and where I believe I have a competitive advantage is my network and like the relationships I've built over the last now really like 20 years of just surrounding myself with some of the most talented people at whatever it is they do is untouchable. Like my network, I will put up against anybody the relationships I have within that network to where if I need something, I know exactly who to reach out to because I might not know the person, but they do and they'll connect me. And so like in terms of being able to get deal flow, you know, I think I probably end up just because I'm always trying to like help people. So people always think of me, like if somebody's building something, they're like, Hey, you should talk to Josh. Josh could help you. So I just realized over time, you know, even before I came on with TXV, I was probably seeing as many deals, if not more deals than anybody in the human performance space Two, like my intuition about people and building teams and, and where to place my bets on people. I've always been incredibly successful. Like the, the people who I've worked closely with, as I've said, have all, and it's what I'm proud of. It's what my whole life's mission is is they've all gone on to be incredibly successful in whatever the thing was that they wanted to do. And I pride myself on like, I was able to play a role in that. So, you know, I think I'm, I'm very strong at kind of picking winners, like who do we bet on? And then that third piece, you know, is comes down to operating. It's like, I've, I've done that now. I've, I've, I joined a company knowing that 99% probably nine to 10 months after I joined this company, it fails because we don't raise our next round. Like it I mean, it was that dire when, when I joined. Um, and it was the, like, there is no parachute. You either build the thing or you go splat. And my mindset as you guys have, you know, already, I think, um, heard come through from me is like, that's not an option. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to figure it out. And now through that, I've learned, I've learned like, what are the things I would go back and we tried and it didn't work, but we wasted a lot of time trying. What are the things we should have done earlier? Um, what are the lessons I learned just being around incredible operators? Like Rishi, our CEO at Future might be the smartest human being I've ever met. Like he's brilliant. And his ability to like take the complex and simplify it, his ability to like share a vision and story tell his, you know, all these things. Um, to navigate the, the ambiguity and stuff like that is something that now I have that opportunity and I can do with the founders of our portfolio companies. I can help them navigate these things. But then more than that, I can connect them. You know, what you learn is the best team, the, the best companies have the best people and the best teams. And I understand building teams 
and attracting talent, I think better than anybody. Um, you know, and when you have, if, if you believe you have a superpower, you have an irrational confidence about it. Otherwise it's not a superpower. And so you have to, you have to believe you're the best in the world so that one day, if you ever have a chance to achieve that and be the best in the world, you can't get there unless you believe it first. And so I believe that about myself. I believe that I can build teams and attract talent better than anybody on this planet. And so now that allows me with our portfolio companies, they need to hire a COO or a CMO. I can tap into my network and I can go and find that person and help them and help you know them be set up for um, success. And you know, so I think it's like, everything I've done at Future, everything I'm now also doing with TXV comes back to the core of like building teams, building culture and like helping elevate people. Yeah. And I think that one thing that is super interesting about the venture world is the fact that when you come from another industry, it actually makes you a better venture capitalist because you actually know what the industry needs. And you being there uh, working in the NBA and understanding what is needed on that level, on the college level, and mm-hmm. basically doing it all, it makes you a more qualified investor than somebody who yeah. just went to college to study numbers and all these equations and right. balance sheets and discounted cash flow statements and EBITDA <laughs> and all this stuff. And it's like, you could learn all these things after exactly. you graduate. You can't exactly. learn what is going on behind yep. the scenes yep. in, in, in NBA. You don't and know- you can always hire that person too. Yeah. If you don't know it, pick somebody that, you know, got their MBA from Harvard. I promise you, they know it and then lean on them and put them in position to do what they do. Um, But you're right. It's like that core subject matter expertise and that lived experience and those relationships, you can't, you can't go to school for that. Like you can't like, you know, and so it's like, as each one of us thinks about like, you know, especially we all have wild dreams and how do you get there? It's those type of things. It's like, what makes you uniquely you? Like, this is something I, I steal from, um, it, it's, it's a line Keith Raboy uh, talks about, which is um, don't ever be the best at what you do. Be the only one who does it. Yeah. And your unique experiences and all of that is what makes you that. Um, and that's what makes you, you know, untouchable. Wow. Thank you so much, Josh, for taking the time today and talk a little bit about your journey and kind of walk us through expectations versus reality and how you accomplished your goals and dreams and were able to do things that you couldn't even imagine about. And we really appreciate you taking the time and we'll put in the foot uh, in the show notes, uh, the links to your social media and, as well as other links that you may like. And if you have something to share with the audience, now is your chance. And thank you again so much for coming on. Yeah, no, of course. Thank you for having me. Um, I think that where I'd point um, you as a listener is check us out on future. You know, obviously I'm biased, but I think we're doing something pretty incredible to bring access of, you know, um, coaches like myself, who typically only someone like Derek Rose has in their life on a day in day out basis. That's what we're building with future. Um, so you can check us out future.co. Um, and if you want to try it out, uh, 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 you can use my personal code, um, for a m- first month free future.co slash Josh. 
Um, so check us out there. And then otherwise, my social media, I'm always, you know, kind of trying to share as I'm learning about coaching, about leadership, um, and about, you know, things that impact our uh, performance. 